Welcome to Inspiring End-of-Life Conversations with Nina Impala. Do you have questions about death? How about events surrounding death? Or perhaps you have questions that need to be answered after death. On this program, we talk frankly and openly about the subject and invite you to share your comments and experiences as well. Now, here is your host, Nina Impala. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Inspiring End-of-Life Conversations. I am here today with a lovely lady. We go back quite a ways, and she's been on my shows before. And uh, Asia Voigt is an animal communicator. She's been communicating with animals since childhood. Asia is one of the world's leading experts in animal communication and intuitive life coaching. During her 23-year professional career, Asia has worked with over 90,000 animals and people worldwide. After a fiery car accident in 1987 led to a near-death experience, Asia found herself paralyzed, severely burned, and fighting for her life, given a 3% chance to live. She desperately needed guidance to get her legs moving and her body healing. This urgency burst open her intuitive powers, enabling her to relearn how to walk with, with reawakening her telepathy at the same time. Asia's inspiring work has been featured on ABC, NBC, and Fox TV, as well as countless radio interviews like The Rick Lamb Show, Hay House Radio, and Olympic dressage writer James Boyer, Tele-Seminar. She has graced the covers of many publications, including Brava and Women Magazine, numerous state and local newspapers. So with that being said, welcome, Asia. <laughs> Oh, Nina, thank you so much. And hi, hi to the listeners. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you. So I would love for you to talk a little bit about your accident. I know it was so very long ago, but people, our audience loves hearing that and how it inspired you and brought your intuitive gifts back to life. Oh, thank you. I, I really would love to share about it. It's um you know, you don't have to go through a deep transformational near-death um, accident to really find that place in your life where you need to shift, where you need to have that awakening. In, and, yeah. and that's what I really want to emphasize to anyone who's listening, that, you know, don't wait. When, when you see that, when you feel it's a time, like, something's not right. I really made, need to make a big shift. Because right before my car accident, I really was aware of that. I, w- I was pretty young. was in my early 20s. And I knew my life wasn't right. I, I couldn't seem to shift it. And that the, knowing that we have, that knowing something is just not right. Exactly. And then the uh, car accident just really like, okay, so it's, it, it pushes you, it, it blasts open, it burns open that, that pathway, your, really your life purpose. And it's, it's horrific and it's wonderful all at the same time. So, um, but you don't have to do that. You don't, you don't. We can just start right now. You don't have to wait for the, the earth under you to almost like swallow you up, burn you yeah. up, yeah. cut you up to, 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 do, to make those changes that you, you know deep inside. Just, just start. Yeah. Okay. So were you like during your whole time that you were healing from this, you started feeling that y- your intuitive gifts with animals? 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Let me um, share a little deeper with that. I've, I kind of had my intuitive abilities in two parts. And I really feel that this helps me be an, an excellent teacher for those who want to learn. So as a child, I did communicate with animals. Oh. I, I thought everyone did. I, I was <laughs> like, what do you mean you, you can't hear what the dog is saying? Um, that was really uh, sad, literally sad when I realized that most people couldn't hear the animals. And that not only that, but they were like, something's wrong with you. You're, you're weird. Yeah. I'm like, no, I th- Actually, as politely as possible, I think you're the one who has the problem that you can't hear, <laughs> yeah. right? You don't know what's going on. That, that has to be so sad and isolating. Having the conversations with the animals was, was really like the best part of my day. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. So I, I had that. And then when I was a teenager, I started hearing the thoughts of some of my family members. And that didn't go very well because I really found out times that they were lying. And I'm like, hey, that's not the truth. This is what happened. And that did not go over well. (laughs) So I turned off my intuitive ability. And I wish I would have known the difference to say, keep the animals on, turn off the people. Yeah. I, I didn't. So it just all turned off. It really was the saddest time of my life. And then in my early 20s, as I mentioned, I was um, in a van on my way from Wisconsin to Florida, and I was hit by a semi-truck Wow! speeding with mm. stone in the back of his rig. And then after he slammed into me, jackknifed, hit the van again. And so I was trapped inside with flames and smoke swirling around me. And this is a really, I want, I want this to be very comforting to people that in that moment of crisis, my guardian angel appeared before my eyes, mm-hmm. not just in my mind's eye, which is wonderful when that happened, but with my eyes and androgynous. I, I really couldn't decide it was a beautiful man, uh, kind of a handsome woman yeah. and, you know, so vivid, so strong. And, you know, I was, I was frightened. I couldn't seem to get out. I didn't know what to do. I, there were other people who were also in the accident who were in the front. I was in the back. I couldn't figure out how did they get out? Like, like, yeah, where's the opening? How Mm. I, I can see, barely see them way over there through the smoke yelling, get out, get out. I'm like, "I, I don't know how you got out. And so the guardian angel said to me, Choose, really just choose your power, choose your intention, choose your direction, Mm -hmm. and I'll help you with the rest of it. I don't want you to just give up and die. What what do you desire? What do you want? Mm. And I thought, gosh, I don't know. You know, maybe I'll, I'll just sit here, let the smoke come over me, breathe it in faint, and then die, you know, maybe I could do that. Right. Right? Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, I don't think that's me. It's, no. I, okay. I mean, I, I mean, I went out. I want to get out. And with that statement. You were out. The angel just shifted everything for me. Wow. And helped me out of a window. 
that I wouldn't have fit through. And, you know, then I jumped through the fire and was in the intensive care for uh, three and a half months. Um, on death's door. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. For about two of those months, like every second, nice. every yeah. second I was aware, oh boy, I could die every second yeah. here. But you mm-hmm. made it. And here you are. And you've had this incredible career with animals. So tell us, how does one communicate with animals, Asia? Ah, well, let me swirl this in to another little piece here. Okay, is, sounds good. Is, we love it. Yeah, is during my time in the intensive care, that is actually when I died and passed all the way over, which wasn't far. Just like a little bit up and over. Uh-huh. And, and then I was dead and all my injuries were gone. All my scars, boom, gone. And I felt so much love, so much peace. And I was greeted by Ascended Masters who spent a lot of time with me, helping me to choose love oh. instead of fear. And they said, you know, we got to reawaken your ability, your childhood ability to communicate with animals. Mm-hmm. That is part of your soul's purpose. Mm. And you know, it's time to go back, but this is an important piece to returning. And I was like, wow, I, absolutely, okay. And but then I said, oh, I don't know, ah, earth, it's kind of hard. And look at my body. Oh, look at it down there. It's burned. <laughs> yeah. It's bloody. Yeah. Yep. It's paralyzed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm just going to start over. Forget the whole thing. <laughs> You know, they're like, oh, no, no, you're going to be just fine. And I said, well, I, I need to walk. I really do. I, I, I need to walk. And they were like, hmm, okay. So um, it's, there's still, there's so many wonderful stories in there. But anyway, I did, I did walk. And um, so then I got out of the hospital and it really didn't happen right away. I spent a lot of time in my recovery. And then I just thought, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to adopt a dog. Because here's the other really sad part is that two of my dogs died in the, the car fire. I remember that. Yeah. And I just thought, okay, I'm ready to adopt another dog. And I, I adopted her and she was a handful. I got her from the Humane Society and she was wild. This is a wild six-month-old furry gray and black yes. and dragged me all over the place. We got kicked out of our dog training school. Um, <laughs> Best kind of dog. <laughs> right. I'm like, wait, hold it. And then I'm uh-huh. like, okay, I need my animal communication skills. This, we got to get this turned on now. Now is the time because otherwise I was going to have to take her back to the shelter. Yeah. Or she was going to hurt me. I'm going to end up going back to the hospital. I mean, this right. isn't good. We right. need this now. So, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking, I mean, that's part of turning on your ability to talk to your dog or your mm-hmm. cat or your horse. That intensity, like we need this. We can't mm-hmm. muss around. Mm-mm. We need to start the flow of I'm not just talking to you, which is the easy part, but that you're hearing you're hearing your animals mm. talk to you. And yeah. I said to her, 
why are you so naughty? <laughs> why aren't you listening? We, we, we need help here. <clears throat> and so we just started and I said to her, let's just start with a sensation. So, you know, yes, when you want something, a yes, I want you to send me a flutter, like a butterfly, okay. right? That's going to be the yes, like an up feeling, like a positive bubbly butterfly. And she went, okay. I felt like she agreed to that. And then I said, mm-hmm. whenever it's a no, I want mm-hmm. it to feel like a rock falling into a pond, like a heavy oonk. And that's right. where we'll start. We'll start with a yes and a no. So that's a feeling. I mean, what you're talking about is something that you feel. And being intuitive, that's kind of how we move through life. It's about, for me, I know it's about what I'm, what I'm feeling you know, from either my pet or a human, you know, what am I feeling right now? Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And, and exactly what you're saying. I really tell my students that you need to anchor in the feeling that, that really can let that be your guide and not your own little swirl and your own little ego mind thing, but you're really being open and soft and loving and vulnerable. You can't be in a hurry when you're talking to your pet. That's a thing. Right? Yes, yes. Relaxed. Mm-hmm. You've got the time. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. so my dog and I, we, we got it together. And we went from being like kicked out, worst dog. We went back to the dog training school. And wow. 12 weeks later, we finished in first place. Well, that's a great story, Asia. <laughs> <laughs> when they're naughty, you know. I know. Yeah. And and it's funny, you know, when you talk to people, and I think as a society, we've kind of, we're growing a little bit and realizing that this is something because otherwise people wouldn't say to me, I wish I could talk to animals. I'm like, you can, you just need to, to learn it. So I'll send you people. Oh, all right. <laughs> yes. I'm happy to help them. And, you know, this is really another important, important piece. When I had my near-death experience, now, I told you I'd had my intuition turned off. I had just closed it down. Right. And when I died, I heard these ascended masters send me a telepathic greeting that I heard in my mind. Oh. I felt it in my body. Hello. And I thought, oh, I did that as a child. Oh, I already, I just know this. Right. This, I didn't, you know, they didn't have to quickly give me a lesson 101 on telepathy when you'd step into heaven, right? It was just like, it's there. So, just calling it back up. Exactly. It's the re remembering. Right. So, I want you to know you have this. Mm -hmm. You have this ability to communicate with your animal companions. It's there. I love it. Well, let's talk more about that. Are some animals easier than others? So, like, I've worked with horses. That's, like, what I've worked with mainly with Reiki and stuff. And I've always, I have an easier time with horses than I do sometimes with dogs. Mm -hmm. And and the answer to that is yes. Okay. (laughs) I wonder. (laughs) Because, I mean, is it true what they say about cats? You know, like, cats are so flippant and I don't think I'm going to talk to you right now because I'm just not feeling like it where a dog's going to come in more aggressively and a horse feels more just I'm here 
Mm-hmm. I would I would say it's really um, you know there are generalizations like that. Yeah. And within that, I had uh, two cats, and I think my one cat, her name is Ami. Okay. Darling, lovely, cuddly girl. But if she would have been, say, that my dog who was so naughty and just loud and expressive, right. if I would have started with her, I wouldn't be here. I honestly wouldn't. She didn't really talk. She was oh. just pure love. Wow. Just, just a quiet, zen didn't love. Didn't So it was really, uh, we got to love those naughty animals. They, they're there. They're I think, bold and brassy and ready to just say, come on, mom. Let's come do on, something Dad. about let's get this. Going. Yeah. Well, are dogs a little bit more needy than cats? I would say generally, generally. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not sure that they would call it needy. I think if <laughs> we, we asked 100 different dogs uh, that question, they yeah. would probably come back with more of like, um, you need my attention. You, oh. you need me there. Yes. You know, it's that, oh, I that uh, you're the needy one. Yes, you know I, I, I think that uh, my my have a wonderful cousin that listens to my show a lot. She's got two boxers and they're hilarious. They're just hilarious. And it's like, yeah, you need me, mom. You know, it's true. So what would you say? I mean, most of your clients that come in, what is the most like I would have to say probably behavior problems is what people contact you for more or, you know, and we'll talk about afterlife. We'll talk about when our pets die, but generally, and maybe we could talk about when we get back from breaks, we got about a minute, but um, yeah, I'd like to talk a little bit about that and just kind of see, you know, what, what's the biggest call that you get and we'll go to break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it, Asia. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Nina offers an alternative to traditional counseling. Sessions are not just 50 minutes, but a full hour. When you go in for a regular counseling session, many times you don't remember everything. Nina's difference is a summary email after each session and or a follow-up phone call if needed up to two weeks after. Nina also provides hospital visit consultations as necessary. Sessions with Nina and Paula are $250. And if you book a three-session package, you will get a $100 discount. Let's get you feeling peaceful and happy again. Losing someone we love is one of the most challenging, fearful, and heart-rending experiences we are ever likely to face. In her book, Dearly Departed, Nina Impala shares stories of her experiences as a hospice volunteer for more than 12 years and how those experiences prepared her for the final days of her own parents. Nina emphasizes the importance of being a good listener and living a good life. Dearly Departed by Nina Impala is available in paperback or Kindle edition through Amazon.com or your favorite book retailer. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Inspiring End-of-Life Conversations. If you have a question for Nina Impala or her guest today, call into our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to tutoringforthespirit at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Okay. We're back with Asia Voigt, Animal Communicator. It's an exciting show. I'm really digging this, Asia. So let's keep going. Um, one of the things that I asked just before we went to break was, what do you get the biggest call for with your pets? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it actually is animals that are having behavioral troubles. Okay. It, it's um, absolutely my number one. And, you know, I've been teaching animal communication for over 23 years. And I have had some of my students go on to work professionally. And um, one of them recently contacted me and said, I, I can't do this because they're all calling me with their troubles. Oh. She's like, how have you done this for so long? Um, right. And, um so it is. And, and I guess, um, you know, I've almost wanted to just stop working with cats. I mean, I love cats. I've had a lot of cats. But, oh, my goodness, them going to the bathroom out of their litter box is an epidemic. I mean, you think COVID is bad? No. No. It's the cats and their litter boxes. Oh, and so that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes the cats are like, no, the other one did it. Or, um Oh, gosh. You they're know, finicky. They're, they can be like a cat would be finicky, right? They're just kind yes. of finicky. Yeah. Yeah. So that's hard. That's hard. But our, our, our little dogs are a whole different ballgame. They really are. You know, I know this is like something that people do need to, to hear about. And so we'll talk a little bit to that. It was when our pets die. You know, I, I always wonder myself, you know, I've got, I've had, um, I think, four and I, I inherited a cat one time just because I'm not really a cat person, but a lady that had Alzheimer's forgot she had a cat and I work in hospice. So they gave me the cat and I took care of her for two years and she was just darling. She's a very sweet little girl. But, and, and when our pets die, do we get to see all of them you think, or are some, you know, when, when, when we die, they're all going to come around. Yes, they will be there to greet you. And I am really shown that, um, hear hear about it all the time. Mm. And actually, uh, many of the animals, well, what they'll tell me is put like a little bell, a sweet little bell energetically on you. So if they're off exploring and you're having challenges or you're dying, that little bell will go off. And they'll come and be by your side. What a great idea. So wait, let's talk about this some more. So this would be helpful for people that are grieving their pets. And um, one of my um, really, uh, she's just a dear friend I've met through radio and stuff. She just lost her dog, Ollie. 
and she's been so sad about it. So I'm going to tell her about this because I know she's recording today too. But um, so you put the bell on you or on your bed or where would you put it? No, actually, it's an an energetic bell that your companion arranges to put on you. And so that they're alerted, right? So they can go off and explore heaven and do different things. And they certainly keep an eye on you. They are. They all are there. And they are, sometimes they get worried like, oh, I don't want to miss a second. And so this this bell, I'm sure, is arranged with your your guardian angels and spirit guides that they will be alerted. So what they say is the moment that your eyes close and you die and then they open up, my faith is going to be there for you. Oh, that's really beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Very comforting for people to know, mm-hmm. you know, because we just get so attached to them. Yes, yes, definitely. And they are there. They have wonderful souls. They go to heaven. They're in peace. And as soon as they pass, just like humans, the the pains go away. The old age goes away. They're young. They're filled and surrounded with love. And it's it's harder for us on earth. I mean, it it is. It really is. um, I know. I I feel that way with them. my dogs, you know, the dogs that I've had and, and stuff in the past. And I think about Frankie, God, I don't even want to think ever about him ever leaving me, you know, because we just get so attached to them. Do you get a lot of, do people ask you for animal readings after their pets pass? Yes. Yes. And I really, really like doing that. And um, so, so easily when I call for their animal companion, they, they come and connect with me. Mm. And um, sometimes they talk about their death and their passing mm-hmm. um, because they kind of feel like their their human companion hasn't resolved things or they feel like they didn't do enough. And yeah. so they, they like to talk about that for them. They, they want to bring peace and closure to the situation. It's so helpful. And then they usually spend time what they're doing or who they've seen. Many mm-hmm. times they might talk about um, getting greeted by family members of that mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. who are helping to watch over them. And um, Yeah, I've had of, little dogs come yeah. through sometimes when I've been talking to my, um, doing grief counseling with humans. Sometimes if, if the dog passed, the dog will come through. Never cats. Dogs always come through. <laughs> You know, they just do. They always come through for me. And I just adore them. Well, I, you know, I think uh, let's just do. So my little dog, Frankie, he is two years old. Okay. And I got Frankie, believe it or not, through, he was at a car dealership that was really loud. It was such a strange place to adopt a dog, but that's where he was. And they were having some kind of a thing there and one of the ladies I saw Frankie and she said you've just decided to get a gem of a dog and he was the quietest shyest little guy when I got him but he has developed a little behavior of screaming (laughs) and my husband and I live on about oh I don't know it's maybe a quarter of an acre maybe a little bit less and he's had a great life. And then all of a sudden, he's decided that when I leave for 10 minutes or 30 minutes, 
he is going to scream like an banshee so much that the neighbor came out and asked me if he was okay. <gasps> wow, that that's that's screaming. screaming. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's only two years old, Asia, and. Mm, so I, I like to try and do what you do, but I don't think I'm as good at it. <laughs> and they, I, I get the feeling that any kind of leaving for me, any just going out of his sight is very difficult for him because of whatever he came from. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, let's um, connect with Frankie. So I... I'm going to start yawning a little bit, and that happens when I feel the animals come into my energy field. Okay. It's like that shift. It it makes me yawn. So here's my yawn as uh, he comes in. All right. Um, Hi, Frankie. It's Asia. I want to have a little chat with you. And your mom said it's okay. What do you think? He's like, hmm, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's a little... Yes, he still is a little shy, even though, you know, he came. He came right away. He's not, like, hiding under the bed. He didn't growl at me. He didn't snap at me. He didn't scratch me, right? You know, so he's polite. He's Very. he's good-mannered. He's polite. Um, yeah, and, um, but he, he he's, he's willing to talk to me, but yet I just still want to say he really, he loves you. You're it. You, you're it. Um, you know, I, I I recently talked to this, um, Labrador retriever and Labrador was like, oh, I'll go live with anyone. (laughs) That's so true about labs too. (laughs) Um, you know, but no, not, not Frankie. Mm -mm. He's not going to go live with anyone. He might say hi to them. That's enough. Then he's going to come back and be with you. And, um, so you really are, are his world. You have been your, like his savior. And um, he, it, it, it tears him apart when you're gone. Yep. That's it. It you is. It. It's, um, it's not. So sad. It. So sad. So what can I do with him when he decides to scream? It's a scream. Right. Yeah. I'm. A couple of things come to mind. And this is another thing when, especially if they go to a kennel. Right. This is a huge tip when they really go someplace else. No, you are at home. He's at home. Your smell is everywhere. And I feel like for you going to that next level during this time would be helpful. So here it is. And, you know, dogs really love it, even though us humans are like, what? Okay. It's like wearing, taking your nightshirt and just wearing it and wearing it, wearing for a whole week and not washing it. Okay. And then you put it in a plastic bag, and then when you leave, you take it out, and then you set it by the door mm. or where he fence lays, yeah. and just that extra comfort. Okay. Like, oh right, mom didn't really leave; she She's didn't disappear. Back. That's the yeah. thing. So that's and what I've left out. I've really felt that he needed, you know, coming back. Need, right. So he needs to know I'm coming back. Okay. Right. Yes, one other tip um, is to help with that is you can send them an image of a clock, just like a simple clock. Okay. And you're going to say, okay, like remember when we were kids and we learned how to tell time, time. which is different than children now, but (laughs) we say, where's the big hand? Mm -hmm. Where's the little hand? Mm -hmm. And show them that. And Mm -hmm. then imagine the hands moving 
to the time that you will be returning. And you you can also kind of give them the sensation of like, that's that kind of feeling of two or three hours. And then also show them the clock and show them Mm -hmm. an image of you coming back in the car, coming in the door, come. Okay. So that I got a, I got a third one. And the other thing is, so right now I'm still connected with Frankie and Frankie, I'm going to tell you that the same connection you have with me right now exists with Nina. You too can create a cord of connection between the two of you and it stretches, it's pliable Mm. and it can keep you connected whether she's in the other room. Right. Or whether she's 20 miles away at the grocery store or doing errands, feel, see, and sense that link, that connection, that vibrating energy between the two of you. Okay, I like that. Feel, see, and sense. Okay. So for our audience, this is part of, well, Asia teaches about this too. So feel, see, See, sense. Sense, yes. Kind of how I walk through life too anyways. You know, I'm a feeler. So when you're teaching people this beautiful gift that you have, Asia, is it something like you do over six weeks or how how are you teaching right now? Because I think I'd love for people to know about this because I know a lot of my friends have said, I would love to speak to my animals. So, yeah. Yeah, thank you. I'd be happy to tell you. And actually right now on my website, which is my first and last name, dot com. So that is Asia, A-S-I-A. And last name is Voigt, V-O-I-G-H-T, dot com, asiavoigt.com. Two wonderful things for you. One is a free ebook that I was telling Nina, I just looked at it yesterday. It's really good. I created, I did, I created a few years ago and I haven't looked at it. And I'm like, this is adorable. And this is really helpful beginning information. So you can go and get that for free on my website. Okay. Excuse me. And I also have for sale a home study animal communication course. I did that one also a few years ago. I just listened to that about a week ago. Because it doesn't really change. Good. It doesn't change, Asia. You know, I mean, whether you did yeah. it two years ago or one year ago, it just, it's not going to change. Okay. Right. It's true. And I am in the process of creating a new basic animal communication course. I actually had my first class yesterday. Oh. I will be offering it again. And um, is really it too late just, for people to sign up, though? Sorry to interrupt you. If you've only done one class, did they have to be at that one class, or is there a way to catch up if they, they want? They really do, and actually the class is really full. I, okay, I mean, great. I have um, – it's, it's maxed out, actually. Okay. So I will be doing it again. And um, But, yeah, getting on my email list, finding me on Facebook, Asia Voigt. Um, I have a professional page you can like, and I have a private page. You can send me a friend request. Getting LinkedIn, I also have um, a uh, private group page, wonderful, called Animal Talk. You can get in there, answer some questions, and get in. And um, But, I, you know, this new class I'm teaching, it's like it take 23 years of everything. Wow. And, and taking the best material and organizing it. And I'm do- doing live video this time. This is great. 
Yeah, really great slides and, you know, the whole thing to really all the different teaching methods. And it really helps people a lot. (laughs) So do you like in the beginning, let's just give us an idea. Like it's my first class with you and I'm really excited that I'm going to start talking to my pet. How do you kind of start people off to kind of get them in this place where they're, they're really tapping into that other aspect of themselves? Like you were saying about me, you know, it's just tapping into that. Like, how do you start people, get them? Because, you know, I know like in my own field, I'm working with humans, you know, is that there is a, a place that I try and bring people to through music where they can start to see and feel these intuitive gifts that are not tangible with your hands, but they're there, you know? So how do you start that, Asia? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, one of the ways that's so great, it's so consistent that we all have is our breath. Right. The breath is everything. So, oh, it's just there. Mm-hmm. And so using your breath and then singing your breathing with with your dog, with your cat, with your horse. And some animals are going to be a little easier than others. So but sink- even if it's just getting it started, even if you're just doing that for 30 seconds, sinking the using breath. that breath as okay. that place of connection and getting the heart to heart, the energy to energy, and easing into that deeper space and bonding and uniting with them. And mm-hmm. telling your animal companions that you're just going to be available to them. You're going to yeah. listen. Right, because as humans, we're usually giving out the commands, right? Or do this, thousand do that. things running through our brain. Yes, and to leave space, you're going to say to them, "I'm going to sit down. We're going to breathe together. Maybe just holding your hand on them. You're going to say, I'm here. I'm going to be quiet, and I'm going to be mm-hmm. available to you. So, mm-hmm. whatever you want to send, let's just let's just start. Just just." Really simple presence, having that that presence and, and letting it grow from there. Okay, so just sinking with the breath. You know, that's something that we do at the end of life as well. You know, when we're with people and we're trying to connect with the, the soul that is getting ready to go. And we sink with the breath as well. So, yeah, oh. it's a really beautiful thing. Darn, we got to go to break again. That's okay. We're going to go to break and we come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about animal communication with Asia Voigt. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Nina offers an alternative to traditional counseling. Sessions are not just 50 minutes, but a full hour. When you go in for a regular counseling session, many times you don't remember everything. Nina's Difference is a summary email after each session and or a follow-up phone call if needed up to two weeks after. Nina also provides hospital visit consultations as necessary. Sessions with Nina and Paula are $250. And if you book a three-session package, you will get a $100 discount. Let's get you feeling peaceful and happy again. Losing someone we love is one of the most challenging, fearful, and heart-rending experiences we are ever likely to face. In her book, Dearly Departed, 
Nina Impala shares stories of her experiences as a hospice volunteer for more than 12 years and how those experiences prepared her for the final days of her own parents. Nina emphasizes the importance of being a good listener and living a good life. Dearly Departed by Nina Impala is available in paperback or Kindle edition through Amazon.com or your favorite book retailer. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to inspiring end-of-life conversations if you have a question for nina impala or her guest today call into our program at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to tutoring for the spirit at gmail.com now back to this week's program we're back with asia void animal communicator so Asia, I really would love to hear some stories about some of the animals that have talked to you on the other side. Because, you know, this is, a, this is a show about death and connecting with people and afterlife and things. So, I think it might be helpful if um, maybe somebody uh, that you helped that was really close to their pet and the animals passed on and whatever you said or did was life-changing for them mm-hmm. to bring peace. All right. Well, um, yeah, you've just um, so many different stories. And actually, the one that's just sticking in my head is not exactly what you're asking for. It's with a, um, I actually work with people who have died. And um, I actually started doing that before my animal communication professional work. Yeah. So I have um, a story about a person that died and then about their dog. So that was living. So that's kind of the the flip side of it that the person okay. dies and the animal is still alive. So this oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So this woman calls me. Um, she was a friend of a friend. I didn't know her. Was on the phone, and she just said that um, her son, her son had died, and she sent me a picture of her son, and I had that in front of me, and let's just call him Tony, and she said. Um, I want to talk to Tony. That that's all I knew, and that's that's fine. So I'm like, okay, looking at his picture, I'm calling, okay, grounding and centering myself, opening my heart, doing everything I do for the animals, same thing. And I'm like calling for Tony, looking at his picture, and all of a sudden he's right in my face. He is 
a, a centimeter from okay. my face. <laughs> and so I said it was, um, was it his sister? And um, I said, well, uh, Tony's here, and I can tell he has really bad boundaries. <laughs> oh. And she cracked up. She said, he did. He's obnoxious. Oh. Oh. Right? And I said, he is. I'm like, Tony, get back. Oh, my God. I, I, and then I'm like, oh, he smells like alcohol. And um, wow. and then as soon as I said that, he's like, come on, Asia, get on. And the next thing I know, I'm like, I am just like rattling and the wind blowing, blowing fast. We're going so fast. I'm like, what am I in a convertible? And I'm like, no, I'm on a motorcycle. And I said, my gosh, I said, was Tony on a motorcycle when he died? And she goes, yes. Wow. Okay. Hold on. We're going to keep going. Right. Going, going super fast around the corners. He's laughing. He's like, wait, wait, wait. And the next thing, there's a car parked. He slams into the back of this parked car. Oh, my gosh. Flips over, right? I'm, like, viewing all this. I'm, like, right. kind of tumbling at the same time, but kind of flying. He falls in front of the car, and just as this female driver puts it into drive and runs over him. Oh, Lord. And That's- he's still alive. He's cracking up. He's just laughing. He's like, oh, my God, I just got ran over. Now she <laughs> freaks when she realizes, I think I just ran over someone and puts it in reverse and then runs over him again. Oh, God. And now he's dead and he pops out of his body and he's like, "Woo, that was amazing. <laughs> right. Oh, my so gosh. I'm saying that to his uh, family member. And she said, Asia, that is him to a T. That is, we knew he would die young. We knew he, that we knew this. We, we just finally gave up fighting over it. And she said, I'm glad to know that he's, he was a thrill seeker. He got it. Even in death, he was excited. Now here, then it went on. And I, all of a sudden I see a, a, a chocolate lab. And this chocolate lab comes forward. And it's like, Tony, I miss you. Oh, oh daddy, where are you? How? Why did you die? Why did you leave me? Tony's like, oh my God, I'm such a shit. Oh, can I say it's that? Okay. I mean, yes, you're fine. Uh, it's, uh, it's, don't worry, um, I don't care. He's like, I wasn't even thinking of my dog. It was totally into me, totally all about mm. me. And and uh, sister's like that. Yep, that's him. So here's the dog. So sad. Mm. Um. She said, Tony, I'm, I'll take care of your dog for you. Don't worry about that. I got, I got him here. And um, but he said, Tony said to his dog, I'm sorry. That's uh, good I miss, I miss you. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be here when you die. But uh, wow. I mean, it was, it was like the biggest transformation of Tony's life right there. Just to really, like he really got yeah. How selfish he'd been throughout yeah. his life, all about his thrills and his alcohol and his motorcycle. And um, yeah, it was really a profound moment. You could just like feel a rumble yeah. go through the universe at that moment. I feel too, when you're talking about this, that, you know, whatever we did in our life here, if there's stuff 
I'll even say if there's shit <laughs> that mm-hmm. needs to be figured out, it doesn't just end here. You, you, And I think that was part of his lesson was that his guardian or whoever was helping him wanted to say, look what happened. And he kind of walked through it. And you were that middle person on earth to help, which is what we do a lot of sometimes to bring healing to people in the afterlife and here. I truly believe that. You don't go to heaven and it's all perfect. There's some. Agree. Agree. I have. um Maybe with the animals, it's mostly yes, perfect. Yes, because they're unconditional <laughs> really? love. Yeah, yes. the, your animal, I'm going to say like 99.999%, they just all land in heaven in the most perfect place, right? And right. The, the humans do too. They really do. And I really see some of them, though, in counseling. I see yeah. some of them still really learning the lessons. Here's one little last little cute thing that, you know, Tony, okay. I, just, I just held space for him. And he actually just cried about his dog. He just... Oh. cried and cried and cried and cried for about five minutes. And then he said, you know that. what? He said um, to his sister, he said, you know that lady that ran over me? He said, are you in touch with her? Because I, I get the feeling you are. And and she said, yeah, actually I am. He said, would you, would you play this for her? Would you would tell her I, I'm not upset at her at all? Um, she doesn't oh. need to feel bad. She could just really let that go. She was like, Tony, oh, I will. That's that's so beautiful. This is a, thank you. It's so giving of you. What a gift. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you ran over somebody, I just, I mean, I think you'd live with it your entire life. Because that sound, that sound of hitting a person never would go away, you know. And that's just yeah, that's just what it is. Wow, what an amazing story. Mm-hmm. Closure for the dog. You know, who'd have thought? But it's true because a lot of times when humans die and their pets are left behind, it's devastating for them. And- it is. It is. And it's really important to let them know mm-hmm. um, or have a will or have written down and tell your animal companion, if I die before you, you're going to go live with with. So and so, you're going or and and really get that checked out. Really, really take care of that. Is is of course it doesn't usually happen that way, mm-hmm. right? And it can, and it definitely does. And it's great mm-hmm. to let them know they're taken care of, that you have prepared for them. You you still love them, and 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 even if they're physically not there, that you will continue to send them love from heaven. I would think it's, it's Here's a kind of a cute thing. You know, my sister, I don't know if she's listening today, but she's she's got this gorgeous poodle, gray standard poodle. And the woman who it belonged to was a very dear friend of my mother's. And what she did, my sister helped out a lot for this woman at the end of her life because she was by herself. She had a trust fund for the dog. And because the dog was very well taken care of, you know, a standard poodle, very well groomed and just, he's a little prince. And so my sister takes excellent care of this animal and the mom. And I think the dog knew that he was going to go with my sister and anything that he needed. She had money for him so she could give him the same life that the owner did. How about that? Oh, that is amazing. That's fantastic. And her husband husband had passed away. My sister's husband, God rest his soul, he passed away. And this dog 
and her have just healed each other because her, his owner, Reggie's owner passed away and my sister's husband passed away and they helped each other. Oh, see, so yeah, I could really understand that. I don't think that we think about that, that the animals grieve when the pets leave, if just flip it. So, gosh, look at the time. Okay, so I want to talk about a couple things here, ladies. So you're going to be doing another sh- uh, another um, workshop uh, classes. Let me know when that is, and I will help you post it and promote it because I could think of a lot of people. You'll probably fill it up just like your other one. And um, what else are you working on? We know your website is asiavoigt.com, V-O-I-G-H-T. And anything else, dear, you want to tell us? Uh, sure. I mean, I, I do a lot of one-on-one appointments. And if you go to my website, you will see that there is nothing on my schedule right now. Okay. Um, and it's I feel so, so blessed that over the last 23 years, when I do put appointments out there, they are all filled. I mean, I'm talking weeks and weeks and weeks, months worth. I put them out okay. there in 48 hours, they're, they're filled. Okay. And I, I, I used to actually book out a whole year. Mm-hmm. And and I'm just not going to do that. So I do have a waiting list, but I, I do one-on-one appointments yet for animals and for people. I also okay. help people like, you know, the work you do, helping them with their soul's purpose, with connecting with people who have passed, yes, um, connecting with their guardian yeah. angels, all that work, but, you know, definitely with the, the animals. So that that's available and um, right, getting my, my e-book. It's all very inclusive what you do. I just want to say that, you know, because you are very intuitive. You do amazing work with animals. And as we know, whenever I've done Reiki with an animal and a human, it all goes together. There are little relationships and stuff. So you Mm -hmm. have to work with both sides. And you're amazing at this, Asia. And I just really want to help you get out there and help a lot of people because you're good at it. Oh, Um, thank you. You're welcome. So how long are the classes? How many? Um, um, generally, uh, six weeks, six to eight weeks are okay. the classes I teach and I'll definitely be having one again in the fall. Okay. I'm not sure about the summer yet. Okay. But, um, yeah, yeah I love this know. work. Yeah, I know you do. You're good at it. And it's the classes once a week? Yes. Yes. Okay. Occasionally twice a week when, when, um, for this course I'm having a Q and A and I'm going to. It's a slightly different method than I've done before. Normally, I integrate that into the actual class. But some people were like, no, I just want the teaching. So this time, I'm having a separate day and time where it's all about questions. Okay, it's all great. about let's go deep with every single person where it's like when they say, I can't get it or I'm seeing black or I did your exercise, nothing. Why? And I'm going to tell them exactly why. I'm just going to okay. dive in to their intuitive energy field and really help them uncover What's what's the issue? What's the challenge? What's the, the block? Mm-hmm. And uh, pull it's that true. out. Oh, it's so good. Asia, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. And for my audience, asiavoit.com. You can ask her questions. She's got her email on there. And um, Asia will let me know, and I'll let you know, and I'll post it when she's going to be having another class. And I just want to thank you so much for being on, Asia. Mm-hmm. It was such a pleasure to have you on the show, my dear. So you yeah. take good care. Thank take you. Care. You're welcome. You're welcome. And good luck to you. So there we are. Another episode of Inspiring End of Life Conversations. Thank you, everyone, for listening today and hope to have you on here next week with our next show. So take care. Have a great week. Have a good weekend. And uh, God bless you. Bye-bye. 
hope you have found hope in this week's edition of Inspiring End-of-Life Conversations. Please join your host, Nina Impala, for another program next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll talk again soon.